Well, you know, we just got off, uh, I got off the series of ministering on the Holy Spirit. And we talked about how we want to walk with God and, and God wants us walking with him, not just on Sunday mornings. Amen. God wants us walking with him every day. You believe that today? And so it's, we're, we just don't we don't just serve God on Sunday mornings. We serve God seven days a week. Amen. Amen. And you know what? Your church service can be every Sunday. Amen. Every, I mean, every day. And I try to spend time with God. I'm, I'm at incorporating worship in my my time in, in the mornings. So I just want to just encourage you, make God an everyday God for you. And we've been talking about that, that God wants to give us gifts and the Holy Spirit is a gift, but he gives us gifts to, to, to um, bless the body of Christ. Amen. We talked about the nine gifts of the Spirit. We talked about the power gifts. We talked about that God wants to move on us, that we can operate in miracles. How many people believe you can operate in miracles? Amen. As the Holy Spirit wills, of course, as God wills. Amen. But you've got to be open to it. And so God wants us operating in miracles, gifts of healings. He wants us operating in words of knowledge and wisdom and discerning of spirits. He wants us operating in prophecy and uh, diversity of tongues, and interpretation of tongues. And there's nine gifts. But you know what the key is? Paul talks about these gifts in 1 Corinthians 12 and, and 14. But in 13, he talks about really one of the greatest things we need to be walking in as Christians, and we need to walk in what? Love. Can everybody do that? <laughs> we need to be walking in love. Amen. And I'm going to say this as Christians, it's easy to get out of love. Have you ever been hurt by anybody? Have you ever been betrayed? Has anybody ever taken advantage of you? So it's easy to get hurt. Have you ever felt like that God is not doing his part? Okay, I'm talking today. In other words, you feel like you're doing your part. You're reading your Bible. You're coming to church. You're praying, but you're not seeing the answer. Anybody know what I'm talking about here? And sometimes you almost get kind of mad at God. Can I get real with you? Do you ever get kind of irritated with the Lord at times? Feel like, God, why aren't you moving fast? You know, you're like, God, you know, God's always on time. And he is moving, but you got to keep your faith in gear. And what keeps your faith in gear is love. I'm going to say that again. What keeps your faith moving and tracking? In other words, for you to see the blessings of God, not only in your life, but in, in your family's life, is that we got to be what? Rooted and grounded in what? Love. Somebody say love. love. Amen. So we're talking about the power of love. And so we, 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 we I've talked about love before, but you know what? I'm not perfected in love yet. I think we could preach. I could preach on love like every Sunday because I, how many people are still getting a little hurt out here every once in a while? If you're getting hurt, you're getting a little offended. If you get offended, you can turn into a root of bitterness and that root of bitterness can defile many and it turns into unforgiveness. It turns into hate. And you know what hate turns into? Murder. And if you've got murder work, what, what does that mean? It means that when you get so upset with somebody and you get to a point in your life where you want them dead. Have you ever said that? I just wish that person would just die. Or have you ever been at that point? That's murder working in your heart. 
Oh, it's quiet in this Methodist church today. <laughs> Amen. Don't ever want the pastor dead. Okay, I won't go there. But let's go here. Let's look at John 13, 34 and 35. And now, now you know, you got to think about Jesus. Jesus came in on the scene ministering the love of God. You know, Jesus is grace personified. I mean, Jesus went, went around healing all and doing good. So Jesus was doing something a little different than the Pharisees. And the Pharisees were, they were preaching the law and they were preaching, they were more, you know, preaching the law and being legalistic, but they weren't keeping the, the, the rules themselves. But Jesus was, was preaching a new type of gospel. It's called the gospel of love. We are in a new covenant. The old covenant is based on the Ten Commandments. It's based on keeping the rules. And that's good. We need, we need to obey God. But the new covenant is based on love. Amen. It's, it's actually falling in love with God, with, falling in love with God so much you don't want to hurt God. And falling in love with people so much you don't want to hurt people. Amen. If I'm talking to anybody today, we got, and you got to love yourself too, because if you don't, then your neighbor's in trouble. Amen. Are you here? If you don't like yourself, then you're not going to like people. Amen. So you're going to have to have a healthy love for yourself as well. You not the Bible says, don't think so highly of yourself. In other words, we don't look down on people, but you need to realize that God did not make junk when he made you. In other words, you're a masterpiece. You're one of a kind. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? You're, you're special. <laughs> Amen. And so look at this, a new commandment. So Jesus is walking with his disciples and this is at the end of his ministry. And he finally unloads this on his disciples at the end of his ministry because he's walking with them, teaching them how to walk in love. And he says to his disciples in John 13, 34 and 35, a new commandment I give to you that you loathe. I mean, that you love one another. Do you know what the word loathe means? means that you don't like that other person. That you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this all will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. This is a powerful statement that Jesus made because he's saying that the world will know that we are followers of Jesus by one way, that we love one another. In other words, when people come into Exceed Life Church, they should see us loving on each other. Amen. Amen. In other words, spouses, husbands, wives sit next to each other. Okay. <laughs> Hello. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Hey, sit. Okay. You guys are sitting next to each other. Okay. And, uh, and, you know, we've had people get so mad at church with somebody in the church that they didn't even want to come to church on Sunday morning because they were mad at somebody in the church. They just didn't want to see them. Come on. That's, that's like hate boiling up in your heart, wishing that person was dead. You know how, how, how you start that, that hate works? It's because you don't want to see that person so that they become dead to you. You just try to avoid the person at all. Have you ever been there? Have you ever tried just to avoid that person? You go silent. You go dark. You don't talk to them. Amen. 
they don't exist anymore. No, man, you got to walk in love. Look at your neighbor and say, walk in love. So he says, a new commandment I give you is to love one another as I have loved you. See, see, Jesus is the greatest pattern. So we got to see how Jesus loved them and Jesus loved them to the point of laying down his life for them. He said, there's no greater love than for one to lay down his life for his friends. So Jesus, I call Jesus, you ready for this? Now I can get this from any other preacher. It must be the Holy Spirit. He's the lay down man. What do I mean by the lay down man? He laid it all down. Somebody, you, some of you might need to be called, the, you may need to start calling yourself the lay down man. I'm the lay down man. What do I mean? I lay it down for others. I lay it down for God. I'm, I'm laying it down. And Jesus is the ultimate lay down man. He laid it down. What did he lay down? His glory in heaven. He laid down all his glory that he had in, with the Father in heaven. He laid it all down, stripped himself, became like a natural man, allowed the Holy Spirit to be upon him and work through him to do miracles and show us that we could do the same thing. He's the lay down man. And the more you lay down for God, the more God's going to lay down for you. In other words, the more you lay down your life, the greater his life will be, be expressed through you. You believe that today? And I want God to be expressed through my life. I don't want to just give God 50% of my life. I don't want to give God 20. I want to give God 100%. Do we have any 100%ers out here this morning? Glory. No matter what it looks like. No matter if your prayers are being answered. No, you're, you're the lay down people. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? And then we know the greatest commandment is in Matthew 22, 36 through 37. And it says here, this is a person uh, that's asking Jesus a question. He says, teacher, which is the great commandment in the law? And Jesus said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with some of your heart, with part of your soul, and with a little bit of your mind. It doesn't say that, does it? It says here that we want to love the Lord with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our mind. And then he said, the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. And on these two commandments hang the law of the prophets. So we know that this is the key, that, that our, our love to God is in direct correlation to our love to others. Amen? In matter of fact, uh, Paul, the Apostle Paul, writing in Galatians, he says that to do the entire law is to love your neighbor as yourself. So, so how we treat other people, in, in, in a sense, is how we treat God. So if you love other people, you, you, and you're loving on them, and you're walking in forgiveness and mercy and loving them, you're loving God. And if you're hating on people, then you can, you're sort of hating on God a little bit. Don't, are, are, are you all right with this tonight, this morning? Okay, you just quiet in here. So anyway, we got to love. God's been teaching me about that. He's been teaching me that, you know, um, I'm pretty good at loving you guys because you're here. You, you know, you, you support the ministry. You're wonderful. It, you know, it's easier to love people that, that um, you're in a relationship with that, that do good for you or that, that bless you. It's easy to love people that bless you, isn't it? But how about people that don't bless you? 
How about the people that are mean? How about the people that, that you could, you know, that you don't have any relationship with? Can you bless them? So I've been in a love relationship with God and I'm kind of going off my message here, but the Lord's been revealing to me to walk in love out there in the highways and byways. And, um, and so I've been doing something. I've been watching Todd White and he's a minister that walks in love. And he does outrageous things to bless people and he prays for people out in the marketplace. And um, he pays for people's groceries at times. You just do that. And I said, I'm going to pull Todd White. I'm going to pay for somebody's groceries or do something nice. And last Sunday I was at the at Food Lion and um, I was getting some water and um, for the for for this place. It was right before the service. And there was a guy that was paying for groceries. And I said, I'm going to pull Todd White. I'm going to pay Todd White's a minister. He's on YouTube. Check him out. I'm going to pay for these guys groceries. So, you know, I'm, I'm going outside of not just walking in love towards you guys. Now I'm walking in love towards the world. How are we going to change the world? You got to start walking in love. And so what I did was I went ahead and pulled a Todd White. I got my credit card and gone. Sliced it. You know, he was trying to put his card in. I said, no, you can't use that. And I put my card in there because I was right next to it and I paid for it. And the guy looked at me and he said, wow, he, he got choked up. He said, I only had $20 for the week. And, and he got real choked up and he said, I'm going through a hard time. And I said, well, you know, God wanted me to do this and bless you. And let me pray for you. He had a family. He only had $20 to last until Friday. I didn't know, you know, I'm just pulling a Todd White. You know what I'm talking about? I just, and, and then I prayed for him. He started choking up, you know, and I didn't, you know, I didn't have a church card with me or anything like that. I didn't like come to my church now. I just, God loves you. Just, you know, and all that. And I pray for him. And the cash treasure lady right there says, will you pray for me too? <laughs> and I'm like, this love thing works, you know? And I'm like, sure. She has somebody coming in line. I'm like, she's like, will you pray for me too? You know? I said, sure. And I prayed for her. Man. Somebody say the lay down life. Living the lay down life. And when you start living a lay down life, which means you're not just thinking about yourself anymore. You're not just thinking about how you're going to make it. You're not thinking about that. See, you're not thinking about that. No, you're thinking on how to bless others. Oh, you listen to what I'm talking about. And what happens is your life becomes a tapestry of beautiful moments. Of what I call heavenly moments. And when I walked out that store after praying for her, that guy was out there in his car. He, he had his window down and he just waved to me like I was something special. Are you hearing what I'm saying today? Isn't God awesome? Isn't God awesome? And then God paid it back. How did, how did he pay back? Uh, he paid it back. I had these boots that I buy. Anybody ever shop at DSW? And I had these boots that were worn out that I've had for two years. I just felt like I said, and they were kind of falling apart. So I said, do you guys have any warranties on the boots? And she said, man, they look like you've been wearing them for a long time. And they had the, those same boots there running 130 bucks on sale for 99. And I said, no. She said, no, you've been wearing them too long. And then, I, and then she said, well, I said, can you at least check, I, I, you know, because they do points and all that. Anybody know what I'm talking about? So he checked my card and they didn't have my, my boots on there. I remembered when I bought the boots, somebody gave me their, um, uh, their email and you get points. And it, it, my boots went on their email. It was a customer that I was able to get the discount on the boots. You know what I'm talking about. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? 
Okay. Uh, any shoppers out here? Okay. And, um, and I told the lady, she said, you know what I'm going to do? I said, what's that? I'm just going to let you exchange these boots free. You're going to have brand new boots today. And I thought, wow, God works fast. I, I gave $20 and got a $100 pair of boots in one week. Come on. Come on. Is God good? And I just said to her, I was on the receiving. I thank you so much. I'm going to tell everybody I know that DSW over at Greenbrier, shop there. <laughs> so she has a plug and I told her I would do that. But anyway, so I got these $130 boots, traded my beat up boots and they look good on me. I make them look good. But anyway, uh, amen. This is all right today. Amen. And so what we want to do is we want to love God because some of us are really good at loving God. We think we are until we until we encounter people and we don't love people. We're not really that good at loving God if you're not good at loving people. Amen. So here I love this because, see, we have the power. There's a divine power that's actually downloaded in us when we receive Jesus as our Lord and Savior. And there's a, a power, there's the, 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 the power of love is actually downloaded into us when we receive Jesus as our Lord and Savior. And that love, it, it, it will enable us to walk through the hardest places in our lives. And so this love in Romans 5, 5, Paul says the hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. So it's the love of God, not the love of man. Because the love of God is greater than the love of man because the love of man will run dry. But the love of God will never run dry. Do you believe that? And so we have you. You listen, we have love in us, but you have to practice love. Can I say that again? You have to practice the word. James says, if you're just a hearer of the word, but not a doer, you're a man that deceives himself. See, there's a lot of hearers of the word, but are we putting it into practice? Are we becoming doers of the word? Hello. And James says, those that are not just hearers, but are doers, that person is blessed. In other words, you will see the blessings start rolling in. And so when, when, when Paul was ministering on the gifts of the Spirit and operating in these supernatural gifts to build the body and to build the kingdom of God, he, he says in, in Corinthians 13, he talks about, if, relating to the gifts, he says, if I speak with tongues of men and of angels, 1 Corinthians 13, 1, working our way down, and I speak with tongues of men of angels, but do not have love. I become a noisy gong and a clanging cymbal. So in other words, you can have the gift of speaking in tongues. But if you're doing it in a way to show off like you're something special, that you're trying to let everybody know you're the most spiritual guy in the place, it's going to be a lot of noise. Are you hearing what I'm saying today? In other words, you're trying to bring attention to yourself. No, you're, 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 it's more motivated out of pride. Hello. Am I talking to anybody today? 
Or it says here, uh, you, you become a noisy gong and clang symbol. If you have the gift of prophecy and all mysteries and knowledge, and if you have faith as a room of mountains, but do not have love, you are nothing. So he's saying that you have the prophecies, mysteries, you can do some things, you can move mountains. But, but if love is not the motivational force behind why you do things, then really it will count for nothing in heaven. In other words, God's looking at us and he wants to reward us for the good deeds that we do as long as we, it's motivated out of love and not pride. Amen. Have you ever heard of dead works? <laughs> dead works are works that we do motivated out of trying to either get God to do something or, or to, to make God feel good. about You know, God already feels good about you. You know, God loves you. You know, you're already accepted in the beloved. You don't have to go out witnessing for God to love you. He loves you just because he created you and you're one of a kind in a masterpiece. Amen. He loves you with an everlasting love. But but as we walk in love and we start doing you start walking in a relationship with God like Jesus and you start realizing who you are and you do it out of love. All our motivations have to be motivated out of love. Amen. You always have to check your heart attitude. And he says, if I give my possessions to feed the poor and if I surrender my body to be burned, but do not have love, it profits me nothing. So so he's saying that you can be martyred. And if, you, if there's no love behind it, if it's you're being martyred because you're angry and you're mad and all that and you're trying to prove a point. Hello. In other words, we walk in love. All the saints that were martyred for, for the Lord, they, they were martyred. They, they, the people martyred them, but they walked in love. They were singing to their deaths. They were in love. And I'm telling you, they, had a, and they, will, they will have a glorious resurrection. How many people want to be a martyr out here? Okay. How many people want a glorious resurrection? Okay. Amen. Some of you might say, well, I'm married to my spouse. I am a martyr. Don't go there. Don't even... Don't even go there, all right? I don't want to hear that. <laughs> Amen. I want to say this. Your spouse is a gift from God. Amen. And, 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 and respect the gift that God has given you. Glory to God. Honor the gift. Glory to God. So here, so there is a, what we call agape love. And this love is the God kind of love. And it's a pretty tall order to walk in the agape kind of love. And, and the Apostle Paul defines it, and it's defined in, in, in about 14 stanzas here. And it says here, and let me just go with the Amplified. If you want to walk in the love of God, take the Amplified, verse 4 through 8, especially if you're married and you're going through any issues, and start reading that with your spouse every day. Amen? And uh, read the love chapter, and, and pretty soon you'll be walking it out. Amen. In other words, you've got to put something in you, in your mind, and let it sink down into your heart. If you change the way you think, you'll change the way you speak, and you'll change your whole life. Amen. It all starts in how we think about things. So here in 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8, Amplified, it says, love endures with patience and serenity. So love endures with patience and serenity. If, how many people want to walk in more peace out here? Amen. Then you, got, you, can't get in, you can't get into anger. 
Amen. You can't get upset about every little thing. If you get upset about every little thing, you're not going to walk in peace. So love is patient. Amen. Uh, that's one I'm working on. Love is patient and kind. Amen. It says your love is kind and thoughtful. Number two, love is kind and thoughtful. In other words, love thinks about others more than it thinks about itself. Love thinks about how you can bless somebody else over you receiving. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? Love is not jealous or envious. Because, see, that's what the enemy will try to do is to get us to look at other people and what they have. And, and, and maybe they might have some things more than you, but they, they want you, they, 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 you know, what the enemy wants you to do is the enemy of your soul wants you to look at what people have and get jealous of people. Amen. You can have what they have. You can have more than what people have, what other people have. Just believe, have faith. You may not like your, your, the car that you're driving right now. You, you know, then just get Cadillac faith. Amen. It, just increase your faith. Just believe. God's not withholding any good thing for those who walk uprightly before him. And just because somebody has a house or something like that, God's not withholding that from you either. Just believe. Amen. And you will get your blessing. Amen. Just continually, don't get jealous. Celebrate people's victories. Don't down them. Amen. And then love does not brag, is not proud or arrogant. The good way of doing this is always give God the credit when something good happens in your life. So you won't be bragging about how great you are. In other words, say, oh, God, it's God. You got a great house. God, you got a great car. God, you got a great spouse. God. You start putting, are you listening to what I'm saying today? Not, not I, I did it this way and I did it that way and I got it this way and this is how I get it done. No, God. Amen. And that keeps the pride out because, you know, pride, when we walk in pride, the Bible actually says God will oppose us. I don't want to be opposed by God. That's how the devil gets God opposing you. It's bad enough that the devil's opposing you. But to get God opposing you, that's like, that's, you're in a, you're in a world hurts. You don't want God opposing you, right? You say, no, God loves you. Yeah, but if you're walking in pride and you're coming and you're coming against people and you're. God will oppose some things in your life. Like what? Your prayers might not be answered. Where's that at? The Bible says you don't love your spouse. Husbands, you don't love your wife. It can hinder your prayers. It opposes. God may oppose your prayers from being answered. Hello. Amen. Amen. Is this good? Amen. This morning, I'm not being too hard on you, am I? Love does not brag, is not arrogant. Okay, love is not rude. So we need to be very careful we're not rude, amen? And uh, please and thank you and excuse me are great words for not being rude. Please, thank you and excuse me. Please, thank you and excuse me, amen? And uh, and, and love is not self-seeking. It's not provoked. I like to say easily provoked, not easily angered. Amen. Oh, man, it's easy to get angered. Amen. You ever just get anger, angry with, with inanimate objects <laughs> that don't work? Your computer's not turning on. Yeah, plastic computer. You know, have you ever get mad at your car? Or do you ever just cuss out your car? Or don't cuss those things out. 
No, God gives us all things to enjoy. Anybody ever cuss any inanimate objects? You know, it's okay. It's not people. It's, it's no, because you're cursing that thing. That thing will fall apart. You better, you better love your car. You better love the, you know, not, not love in the way of that you worship it, but you better love that, you know, you better just respect it, glory to God. Tune in next week for the completion of this message. We would like to invite you to join us Sunday morning at 4136 Holland Road, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Service starts at 1030 a.m. Nurseries and Children's Church provided. This broadcast is made possible by the Congregation of Exceed Life Church. For more information, visit us at exceedlifechurch.org.